Blog Talk Radio. The Book of Second Estrus, or um, as it's known in the um, in the unredacted versions of the Scriptures, the Book of Four Ezra, Chapter Eleven. On the second night, I had a dream, and behold, there came up from the sea an eagle that had twelve feathered wings and three heads. And I looked, and behold, he spread his wings over all the earth. And all the winds of heaven blew upon him, and the clouds were gathered about him. And I looked, and out of his wings grew opposing wings, but they became little, puny wings. But his heads were at rest. The middle head was larger than the other heads, but it also was at rest with them. And I looked, and behold, the eagle flew with its wings to reign over the over the earth and over all that dwell in it and I saw how all things under heaven were subject unto him and no one spoke against him not even one creature that was on the earth and I looked and behold the eagle rose upon its talons and uttered a cry to his wings saying do not all watch at the same time let each sleep in its own place and watch in his turn but let the heads be reserved for the last. And I looked, and behold, the voice did not come from his heads, but from the midst of his body. And I counted his opposing wings, and behold, there were eight of them. And I looked, and behold, on the right side of one wing arose, and it rained over all the earth. And while it was raining, it came to its end and disappeared, so that its place was not seen. Then the next arose and rained, and I can, and it continued to rain a long time. And while it was raining, its end came also, so that it disappeared like the first. And behold, a voice sounded, saying, Hear me, you who have ruled the earth all this time. I announce this to you before you disappear. After you, no one shall rule as long as you, or even half as long. Then the third ring raised itself up and held the rule like the former ones, and it also disappeared. And so it went with all the wings. They wielded power one after another, and then were never seen again. And I looked, and behold, in due course, the wings that followed also rose up on the right side in order to rule. There were some of them that ruled, yet disappeared suddenly. And others of them rose up, but did not hold the rule. After this I looked, and behold, the twelve wings and the two little wings disappeared. And nothing remained on the eagle's body except the three heads that were at rest, and six little wings. And I looked, and behold, two little wings separated from the six and remained under the head that was on the right side. But four remained in their place. And I looked, and behold, these little wings planned to set themselves up and hold the rule. And I looked, and behold, one was set up, but suddenly disappeared. A second also, and this disappeared more quickly than the first. And I looked, and behold, the two that remained were planning between themselves to reign together. And while they were planning, behold, one of the heads that were at rest... The one which was in the middle awoke, 
for it was greater than the other two heads. And I saw how it allied the two heads with itself, and behold, the head turned with those that were with it, and it devoured the two little wings which were planning to reign. Moreover, this head gained control of the whole earth, and with such oppression dominated its inhabitants, and it had greater power over the world than all the wings that had gone before. And after this I looked, and behold, the middle head also suddenly disappeared, just as the wings had done. But the two heads remained, which also ruled over the earth and its inhabitants. And I looked, and behold, the head on the right side devoured the one on the left. Then I heard a voice saying to me, Look before you and consider what you see. And I looked, and behold, a creature like a lion was aroused out of the forest, roaring. And I heard how he uttered a man's name to the eagle and spoke, saying, Listen, and I will speak to you. The Most High says to you, Are you not the one that remains of the four beasts which I had made to reign in my world, so that the end of my times might come through them? You, the fourth that has come, have conquered all the beasts that have gone before, and you have held sway over the world with much terror, and over all the earth with grievous oppression, and for so long you have dwelt on the earth with deceit, and you have judged the earth not with truth. For you have afflicted the meek and injured the peaceful. You have hated those who tell the truth and have loved the liars. You have destroyed the dwellings of those who brought fruit forth and have laid low the walls of all those who did you no harm. And so your insolence has come up before the Most High. In your pride to the Mighty One. And the Most High has looked upon his times, and behold, they are ended, and his ages are complete. Therefore you will surely disappear, you eagle, and your terrifying wings, and your most evil little wings, and your malicious heads, and your most evil talons, and your whole worthless body, so that the whole earth freed from your violence may be refreshed and relieved and may hope for the judgment of the mercy who made it. Whew, hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Shalom. Shalom. This is your brother DL. And the name of tonight's message is the end of the end. The end of the end. So, brothers and sisters, before we get into this text, um, let's cover uh, second asterisk. Let's let's give some little background there. Uh, this is a book um, that is in the Apocrypha. Um, it's in the, uh, you know, what they would call it today, <laughs> if it was a memo or if it was something that was going through uh, the Congress or whatever, they would say that this portion of the scriptures were redacted. Um, so it was taken. It was taken out of the book. Um, if you look at the 1611 version of the scriptures, um, and even previous versions of the scriptures, um, you'll see that this material is there. Um, it's called Esdras, E-S-D-R-A-S, um, and if it sounds similar to the 
book Ezra, that's because they come from the same book. The original um, book of Ezra, if you've read it, um, and then you read Nehemiah right behind it, you can, you can see that the books, the two books are very closely related. They talk about the same characters in the same time. Uh, that's because uh, the book that you know of as Ezra is the first book. The second book of Ezra is actually, has actually been called Nehemiah. Um, in a lot of the newer uh, copies of the scriptures, those books are even called Ezra Nehemiah with a slash. And that's because they came from the same set of books. Uh, the original collection of Ezra was four books, not just two. Two were considered canon and left in the scriptures. Uh, the remaining two, which would be three and four Ezra, were taken out of the book. Uh, three Ezra was a history book. It showed um, the close relationship between uh, the Hebrew Israelites and you know the kings that they served during that time. Uh, it would have been King Darius. You know there was a section in the book where King Darius even went so far as to call uh, Zerubbabel, which was the Hebrew prince um, that served that served him. And, you know, he was co eventually commissioned to go back and, and restore the temple in the land. He went so far as to put a ring on Zerubbabel and also to, um, to, to, to refer to him as his cousin. Um, I believe the reason that this was redacted is because if you study long enough, you understand that the Medo-Persians were black. Um, so if this man was going to call Zerubbabel his cousin, boom, there you go. That's another proof that the Hebrew Israelites, um, you know, were quote-unquote black people. So that's the third book. It's more of a history book. Uh, the fourth book of Ezra. Now, four Ezra are two Esdras. This was Ezra's revelation. Uh, this was the apocalypse of Ezra. Now, when you begin to study these scriptures out, you see that many of the people, many of our ancestors that have walked with the Father and that have been documented in these books, you know, it wasn't just an earthly experience. Uh, these men were taken up into the heavens. They were shown um, visions of the future. They were, um, you know, when you read Revelation, and, you know, Revelation from the canon is the final vision. It's the final, you know, book of the Bible. And a lot of people think of it as the final vision that the Father gave. This was one of many of these sorts of visions. In the book of Second Esdras, um, first of all, um, it's, it's Ezra's revelation. Um, it was taken out of the book and it was modified um, in many different ways by the Christian church. The first thing is that 70 verses were taken out of the book of Second Esdras. Second Esdras was a long book. It was 140 verses. Um, I believe 140. At least 140 verses. Um, in most translations, is if you even get this book um, in your set of scriptures, it usually cuts off at verse 70. And the reason for that. Um, is that there is a reading that basically, look, I, that, that's a whole nother message. There were a lot of things that were taken out of that book that don't jive 
uh, with, you know, the current understanding of salvation, this um, this misinterpretation of um, forgiveness. But anyway, again, that's a that's a whole different message. Remaining on point, um, the book of Second Esther, the first two chapters, um, and what's printed, and then the last two chapters, they were added by the Christian Church. So basically, what happened is um, this book and what it said was so powerful. Um, that they tried to figure out a way to get it in and keep it. And, you know, some Catholic um, interpretations of the book still have it in there. But um, what was shared um, in this dialogue between this angel and Ezra in the 11th chapter and the 12th chapter, um, you know, I, I read it a long time ago, and it was powerful to me then. But when I look at the world and I look at how um, America, Middle Babylon, the the the, um, the fourth kingdom to reign on the earth, um, is destroying itself. How they, how the Greek gods have shown up um, in the form of Nike, uh, taking a side on an issue that we know is a hot button issue. Um, and we, we already know, uh, through what we've learned, you know, from the COFA network, from the brothers that have been sent to us, um, to, to guide us through this time, um, we already know that the only way that they can destabilize this country, um, to the point where the bankers can just, you know, do whatever they want, reduce it back to a third world country is a race war. We've seen it brewing. We saw it uh, when it began way back in the Tea Party movement and people wanting their country back. Um, what has been shown to, quote unquote, white Americans is that they are slaves, too. They are, you know, th this, <laughs> this system is not serving them anymore. Um, this system has basically taken all of their wealth. And, you know, they're slaves now. They are the very thing that they thumb their nose at and that they look down upon. And you would think that there would be something inside of them that would recognize that and, you know, direct their vitriol at uh, the people that have, you know, stolen everything from them. And, you know, there's a portion of that, but still, somehow, it's a black man's fault that um you know that their system is crumbling that their president is a despot uh you know all of these things um are scripture they had to be uh donald trump had to be he's not the anti-messiah we know who the anti-messiah is donald trump is not a king donald trump is sitting is is presiding over uh the liquidation bankruptcy of the fourth kingdom and this reading, when I originally read it, it was vague to me. I understood what I was reading. I understood that the eagle with three heads and 12 wings was the United States of America. I even did a video on that. Um, how the scripture says that, let's see, as I looked, it spread its wings over the whole earth. And all the winds of heaven blew toward it. And the clouds gathered around it. You know, winds and clouds, that's war. So it, it, it spread its wings over the entire earth. 
and it waged war over the entire earth. It oppressed the earth. It, it basically, I mean, you see that, see that the Ameri that the United States of America is considered by other countries to be the scourge of the world where, you know, we go wherever we want, we take whatever we want, uh, we do regime change whenever we want, we bomb whoever we want, um, and if a nation dares not participate in the financial system, if, a, if another nation dares to try to, um, to take itself off of the dollar, that country gets bombed. You know, we've seen it. This is not new revelation. This is not new stuff. This has been before our eyes. Ask Saddam Hussein, who tried to trade his oil in euros. Uh, Ask Mohammadi, who was looking to um, to create the United States of Africa, and have America, the Great Eagle, pay with gold for the things that it took out of there. Right. So we see the hands of this eagle. This this um, you know this vision that was given to Ezra. Just like, I mean, it's really no different than the visions that were given to Daniel and the visions that were given to um, John the Beloved at the end. And they saw these, um, they saw these creatures that were in the earth at the time and they represented these kingdoms. So really the vision of Daniel, along with the vision of, 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 of John, with this vision... It makes it very, very clear who the fourth kingdom is. Now, if you follow on the page, you know that I'm always making reference to the fourth kingdom, and I call you the United States the fourth kingdom. It's based upon this reading, okay? Um, the eagle with three heads and 12 wings, and then how over time, and this reads just like, um, you know, the chapter in, in Daniel uh, when it talks about how, um, you know the king, the kingdoms progressed. How they rose and they fell. This the vision is is very similar. So what this chapter of scripture shows us <laughs> is exactly what we're seeing in the news today. Um, how all of these reigns and all these philosophies have have uh, taken hold in the United States of America. How they've come and how they've gone how they've come up um, and they've reigned and then they were uh, they were taken out but that the three heads are the ones that were held until the end um, the head on the right the head on the left and the head on the in the center uh, they were reserved until the end so over the progression of this country of this country's development all of the different philosophies that have come forth and how all of those were eventually taken out by other um, philosophies from within the body of the eagle. Then it gets to the end. There's one in the center. And then there's two on the left and the right. The one in the center was joined. It was the one um, that was the compromise between the left and the right. Um, and you see, if you read it, uh, the one, the largest one, the compromised one, in the center was taken out by the left and the right so now you don't have any peace between the left and the right 
there is no discussing anything. Uh, if you're a homosexual, you don't talk to someone that's on the far right. If you are, um, you know, one of these radical Christians, uh, there's no discussion anymore between the two. It's polarized to the point where, um, you know, 50% of the country is on one side, 50% is on the other. And now you've got major brands, titans, because that's what Nike is. Nike is a Greek god. And in the business sense, which means um, the monetary system, and in the spiritual sense, Nike is a titan. The titans have returned. And now the titans are going to go and, and, and they're going to lend their weight um, to one side of the argument. That means, brothers and sisters, this civil war is about, <laughs> look, y'all, this civil war is about to kick off. This civil war, um, it, it's been going on a long time. But see, now that these, um, these spiritual powers, uh, these uh, huge corporations, that are backed by spiritual deities. That's how they got to be so big. Now that they're taking sides. And they are rallying behind one of their gatekeepers. Colin Kaepernick is a Kappa. He's taking secret oaths. That refers us back to our training. Um, you know, the training that Brother Mike asked me to do. And I didn't know why I was doing it at the time. Why, why am I talking about fraternities, Father? Uh, you just tell them, beware of the gatekeeper Negro. We got a gatekeeper Negro that's now his face is going up on all of the billboards around the country. He's backed by a Greek god and a business titan. Brothers and sisters, brothers and sisters, again, um, I'm not here to, to do Bible studies. I'm not here to make predictions. But when we turn a corner and, and, and something as big as this happens, then I, I have to speak to you. But brothers and sisters, I want you to just listen to this. Listen to this. Then a voice rang out saying to this wing, listen, you have held sway over the earth all this time. I announce this to you before you disappear. No one after you will hold sway as long a time, not even half as long. So what it's saying is that this kingdom is degrading over time. So we have record of the fourth kingdom um, degrading and coming apart at its seams. Uh, if you look at, uh, let's see, verse 29. And while they were planning, talking about these um, these two of the four feathers, while they were planning, behold, one of the heads that were at rest, because the three heads were at rest, um, while these other um, philosophies and things ruled, um, one of which was in the middle, awoke, for it was greater than the other two heads. And I saw how it aligned the other two heads with itself. So it was a right, a left, and a center. It was agreement there in the kingdom um, when it got down to these heads. And behold, the head turned with those that were with it, and it devoured the two little wings which were 
planning to reign. Moreover, this head, this agreement between the the big, I mean the the smaller ones on the side, gained control of the whole earth, and with much oppression dominated its inhabitants, and it had greater power over the world than all the wings that had gone before. Now, that is the power that was given to this fourth kingdom uh, because of this dollar system. So, brothers and sisters, um, we can see uh, now, you know, I, I didn't understand it before, but we can see now um, that this description of the fourth kingdom not only um, describes what it is, what it looks like, but how it evolved over time. And after this, I looked, and behold, the middle head also suddenly disappeared, just as the wings had done. But the two heads remained, which also ruled over the earth and its inhabitants. And I looked, and behold, the head on the right devoured the one on the left. So, brothers and sisters, look, we saw the agreement go. Uh, we saw that, um, you know, the differences, the polarization between left and right has gotten so intense uh, that there's no agreement. There's there's nothing that even functions. That's all on purpose because they need um, a conflict. And eventually, one philosophy is going to overtake the other one. When they seat this, uh, this Supreme Court justice that will, um, you know, side with Trump on everything, brothers and sisters, everything is going to change. But is the reason that I'm excited, the reason that, um, the reason that you know, I, you know, I, I can't hardly hold myself together, is what it says in the end, starting at chapter thirty. I mean, excuse me, starting at verse thirty-seven. And I looked, and I saw something like a lion being roused. Okay, that means that um, this this lion, we know who that is. We know what that is. We know what that spirit on the inside of us is. It's being roused, roaring out of the forest. I heard how he spoke in a human voice and said to the eagle, that means that he speaks their language, and said to the eagle, listen, you, I will speak to you. He will speak truth to the power. The Most High says to you, aren't you the last of the four beasts? That I made to rule in my world. This crosses over with Daniel. This crosses over with the book. Uh, this crosses over with the book of Revelation. That I made to rule in my world, so that I might bring about the end of my times through them, through these kingdoms. And we've done the studies, brothers and sisters. We know who those kingdoms are. We understand the progression um, from uh, gold to silver uh, to brass. To iron, we understand. We 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 we've studied that back and forth, so we know that it was here to bring the times. But this is the completion when the lion is roused and it speaks truth to this to this kingdom. You, the fourth that has come, conquered all the beasts that have come before you, ruling over the world with much terror, and over the whole world with harsh oppression. You have lived in the world with deceit for so long. You judge the earth, but not in truth. You have oppressed the meek 
and injured those who caused no unrest. You hated those who spoke truth and loved liars. You destroyed the dwellings of those who bore fruit and tore down the walls of those who had done you no harm. Your insolence has ascended to the Most High and your pride to the Mighty One. The Most High has revealed His times. Look, they are finished. His ages are complete. Therefore, Eagle, you must utterly vanish. You and your terrifying wings, your dreaded little wings, your evil heads, your dreadful talons, and all your worthless body. Then the whole earth will be refreshed and restored set free from your violence and will hope for the judgment and mercy of him who made it. Brothers and sisters, as we watch this place tear itself apart, we have seen the fulfillment of this scripture. And brothers and sisters, Second uh, Peter talks about how uh, those that are with the Father would look to and even hasten to the day of this fulfillment. Not so much that we want to see the day of the Most High, but the whole earth will be refreshed and restored, set free from the fourth kingdom's violence. We will hope for the judgment and mercy of him who made it. We want what is past that day. When we pray, when the Messiah taught us how to pray Our Father which art in heaven Hallowed be thy name Thy kingdom come Thy kingdom come That means that these kingdoms That have been set up in the earth Have to be eliminated It's not a passive prayer Brothers and sisters It is not um, You know this little weak uh, Christianity version Thy kingdom come, thy will be done in earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day, Father, our daily bread. Just give us enough to, 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 to go through the day, Father. Give us enough sense to ask for what we need just to get through this day, get into bed, and get up and ask for it again, just like the manna that you provided, just like the time that you placed here. We're here, brothers and sisters. We're here. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Watch and pray. Because we're seeing the fulfillment of our Father's word. We're seeing the destruction of this evil. And soon, the lion, the lion is going to come. It's, it's being roused. And the lion is going to come. Hallelujah, brothers and sisters. Hallelujah. My shalom to you. It's your brother DL. And uh, brothers and sisters, just, just hold on. Hold on. Our salvation draweth nigh. Shalom. Your brother DL is out.